0: up his defense, Brianna Patterson, second free throw, no good, here comes Lewisburg with a chance to tie or win it, three seconds, Tip. Ball lose, they, go no, a desperation, three, no good,
1: it's over, for the first time in 30 years, the Lady Vikings
2: are headed to state! <laughs> oh, Tony, they, they did not make it
1: easy on themselves. No, they did not, but the Parsons-Vikings are headed to the state tournament for the first time in 30 years. Welcome to another edition of The War Room. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Here on KLKC Radio, we have three very excited guests. Pat Shibe, the head coach of the Parsons-Vikings girls' basketball team, and he's got two of his key players with him. His daughter, Sydney Shibe, and Anaya Hinman with him by his side. They are our guests today on The War Room. Let's bring them right in. Pat, you heard the call there from Scott Marlowe, voice of the Vikings, here on KOKC Radio. The 30-year drought is over. You guys are going to the state tournament. Beat Lewisburg last night. We're recording this on a Sunday. You beat them on a Saturday in Lewisburg uh, to win the sub-state title. That's an upset. You beat the four-seed as the five-seed on the road. Tell me what you're feeling. Talk to me about how everything's going on right now.
0: Well, we're definitely excited, and thanks for having us, Sean. Um you know, we knew it was a, a going to be a battle going up there and beating them on their home floor, and um, you know they started five seniors and brought two seniors off the bench, so you know it was it was a tough task, but the girls really stepped up, and you know I thought everybody played hard, and and it was a great win for our program.
1: The so I'm, the 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 live stream put on by KOKC, which I feel like. Uh, we do a terrific job, Scott Marlowe. Nobody better, in my opinion. It doesn't do that last desperation heave by Lewisburg Justice. I can't really tell how good it looked. How did it look sitting on from your perspective on the bench? It was a far mm-hmm. shot. Did it? Did you feel like you had a chance? Well, the
0: pass kind of got tipped a little bit, but you know, we was just all holding our breath there at the end, and um, you know, thank God it didn't go in.
1: <laughs> uh, such an unbelievable game, uh, an unbelievable night. Uh, when that shot hit the hit the floor and that clock hit zeros, Pat. I'm curious what emotion you were feeling. Obviously, I think the first person you hugged immediately was uh, Raheem Dumas, your assistant, who then ran to like the other side of the court and was on his own for a bit. Uh, just tell me about kind of uh, what what that moment was like.
0: You know, it, it was a very special moment. You know, because you know you don't get that opportunity all the time, and you know just just for the girls to to get a you know, experience that, you know, it was unbelievable. And I probably listened to Scott's, (laughs) you know, last 30 seconds of the game probably 20 times already. It just gives you the chills, you know, but um, it was just a great feeling.
1: That call's going. That that's just on. You have it memorized at this point. <laughs> uh, let let's pass the mic over to Sydney real quick. Sydney Shibe forward for the Parsons Vikings. Same question. What were you? What did you feel in that moment when the game finally, that clock finally hit zeros and you guys had beaten Lewisburg?
3: I just couldn't believe it. Everything we worked for had finally came true, and we were going to state
1: got to be exciting I mean it it, it, obviously this is something that hasn't been done in 30 years I was I was less than one year old my birthday is in late March and uh I was born in 92 so I was not I was barely alive when uh the last time this program went to state nothing Anaya and Sydney you weren't Pat you were you might remember the team or something like that uh but Sydney what is it what do you feel like it means uh to be a part of a team that breaks that type of streak
3: I'm just so glad that we have the opportunity to be the team just because nobody's done it in so long, so everybody will remember us for what we did since it's been 30 years.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's hear from Anaya now. Anaya, you have had an unbelievable postseason. I think a lot of the biggest games for Parsons this year, you've been a big part of it. As much as a lot of people, rightfully so, are going to talk about how you guys beat Lewisburg on the road to go to the state tournament, it was Earlier in the week you guys are sitting down 16 points to Holton and you come over to Pat Shibe your head coach and say hey let me run point the offense was struggling to get going a lot of turnovers in that first half of that substate semifinal game you say let me run point put the team on my back and you had just such an incredible game in that uh in that semifinal and another incredible game in the finals how much of the load do you feel like uh how much do you feel like you're carrying how much do you feel like how much pressure have you put on yourself to deliver in these moments?
2: Um, I wouldn't really say that I'm caring as much. It's just simply me stepping up and being a leader mm-hmm. and leading my team to the W.
1: What? And then I'll ask you the same question I asked the other two. What did you feel when that clock hit zeros on Saturday night?
2: Uh, I really couldn't believe it. It was, it was crazy. It was just like a wow moment for me.
1: You know... Uh, going back to Pat here, Pat, you uh, you obviously I, you ran that same play you ran against LeVette County over in the year to get her a look out of a baseline inbounds on the other side. Uh, you got her a base, you know, a, a football pass up the floor uh, to get her a layup. Uh, first off, I, that was at a critical juncture in the game too. I believe you guys were only up two. That was in the last minute of the game, and you get a long inbounds pass to a streaking Anaya him and to get up four. Uh, I'm not sure if, he, if it was the exact same play we saw against LeBec County. It was a similar look, obviously, a similar, you know, it looked the same. Uh, how That's a lot of trust to put in the passer and the catcher uh, in that situation. Take me through kind of not just that play, but the final kind of how you executed the final moments.
0: Well, we knew that, you know, they was tight man to man, and we work on that, you know, in practice. And, and she took her defender up and then went deep. And it was a great play that Anaya made. And, uh, you Know there, it was a good no call as well because there was some contact. You know, it could have been a possibly charge, but um, she made a nice uh, sitting there smiling <laughs> like she knows she, she made a heck, of, a heck of a play, and and uh, that was a very big bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I,
1: I want to go back to that Holton game a little bit. You guys were sitting down 16 points in the uh, early in the second quarter. Uh, I, I bet a lot of people didn't think the way Saturday ended would have even had an oppor- You would have even had the opportunity to have that happen sitting down there, sitting down 16 points to Holton. Uh, what gave you the, what about the dynamic with your roster gives you the trust for when Anaya comes up to you and says, let me run point? You, you didn't hesitate. You said, okay. Like it wasn't even a thought process with you. You just responded immediately, said, okay. There was a huge shift in the game. You guys started putting up points, getting stops. Uh, and the offense seemed to turn around there. What about, you know, that dynamic allows you to have that trust in your players? And obviously that's what sparked such a huge comeback against Holton.
0: Well, she's definitely a great playmaker. And, um, you know, that's why we felt comfortable with her in the ball. You know, one of our best players, you know, having the ball in her hands. And, um, you know, she she made some very good decisions and, you know, had a terrific game that game and, and um, really – Fueled us coming back that game. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I want to go back, and I don't know how, if you know anything, I'm asking this question blindly. Like I said, I wasn't in, in this community and barely alive when the last time the Parsons girls went to the state tournament. None of your players were alive, none of your assistant coaches were alive. Yeah. You're the only one that's listed on that roster of pe- sheet of paper. That that could have even seen the light of day. Do you remember who would have been on that team that made it in 1993?
0: You know, I I know Tony Fuentes was in the class of '93, and he was talking about it. And um, I think maybe Sandy Burris was on that team, possibly. But she's
1: I know she's a, I think she's a thousand point scorer. Yeah, and
0: yeah. Um, you know, I, I really remember watching the boys back then. You know, with uh, Mike Ford, Monty White, that group there. I remember going up to the state. You know, when I was in uh, junior high and it was one of the neatest experiences that you know I've ever ever had you know just being in that atmosphere and and uh you know to get there as a never been there as a player but to get there as a coach you know it's really special and that's why I wanted these girls to uh you know get that experience
1: going into Lewisburg what was kind of the the top bullet points on your scouting report obviously like you had mentioned they have they start nothing but seniors and bring two more of them off the bench. That That's a lot of experience to overcome. I don't care almost how talented you are. If you have seven seniors on your roster that all play, that, that can be tough to beat because they all know what they're supposed to do out there. Uh, how do you kind of uh, – what was uh, your approach going into that game on Saturday? Well, you
0: know, we watched a lot of film on them. And, and the girls did a good job of watching film. And, and then we got together and watched some film, you know, before – before we left as well, and, um, you know, we knew who their shooters was, and, and that helped us, uh, you know, being able to guard. We knew, like, two and three was not their, you know, main three-point shooters, that it was 11, 12, and 32, and, and pretty much the scouting report was, was dead on. So, um, you know, I got a hats off to the girls because every one of them, you know, spent time watching film. <laughs> My sister was watching film, texting <laughs> me, so, you know, it was, it was a, a great, You know, great achievement, you know, for for the girls Mm -hmm. as well. Uh,
1: Reflecting on the season as a whole, obviously you guys have had a lot of ups, some downs. You know, I I think back to, you know, you think to the win at Independence. You think to winning the Lancer Classic against a good Neodosha team, by the way. Uh, And then you think to uh, the home win against Labette County, the comeback against Holton, obviously Saturday night. Uh, but but some of the lows that loss at Labette County, I think we look at how Labette County finished the year. That's probably a game you could have gotten early uh, early on. You look at the bad start against Fr- Fort Scott because you know how you guys came back and made that game close. Uh, you, you look at the loss to a, a Pittsburgh team uh, at home. How do you, how have you kind of navigated the peaks and valleys of this season and, and and kept at least enough upward trajectory to get you where you're at right now?
0: Well, you know we definitely. Um you know, prove that we can play with anybody on any given night and beat anybody on any any given night. But we also showed, you know, <laughs> that we could also get beat by anybody. But you know that that just goes to show you how tough the SEK is on the on the girls' side. I mean, we we've almost had three teams in it. You know, it was unfortunate that Fort Scott, you know, was, is not at the state tournament. You know, they Lost got beat
1: in an overtime buzzer beater yes. to
0: Aiden. But you know that Chanute, they go over and beat Indy. You know, Pittsburgh beat us. I mean, Coffeyville beats LC. I mean, any given night, anybody can beat anybody. And that's what I like about the SEC, you know, is you got to be ready to play every night. And, um, you know, I think that's really put us in a good position, you know, for where we're at now because we play such tough teams.
1: Well, hey, we're going to go to a quick break here on The War Room, but when we come back, more of Pat Shiby and Naya Hemman and Sidney Shibe here on The War Room on KLKC Radio talking about the Parsons-Vikings going back to the state tournament for the first time in 30 years. Don't go anywhere here on KOKC Radio. We are back here on the War Room on KOKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Joining me today is Pat Shibe, the Parsons-Vikings girls basketball head coach. His daughter, Sydney Shibe, a star forward and team- and another uh, teammate for the Vikings. Uh, Anaya Heman, another star forward. Uh, just as we talk about uh, the Lady Vikings going back to the state tournament. You guys will be heading to Salina. Uh, you guys get Andale in the first round. Uh, and, and I know a lot of teams' goals going into the state tournament, uh, you know, all across the state, it, 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 that first check mark is don't be one and done. Uh, you want to be able to play. You, you guys are going to play Thursday, correct? You guys play.
0: Th- yeah, we played Thursday
1: at 8. You guys play Thursday at 8 p.m. against Andale. Uh, I'm just kind of curious how uh, you approach uh, that first game. What you know about Andale? Obviously, we're still very early in the scouting process. You're in the process of gathering film. We know Andale had a very good volleyball team. Uh, we know Andale uh, collectively, boys and girls, are one of the better athletic programs in the state. Uh, how do you kind of? What do you know about them? I know they they've played collegiate. They've played Mulvane. Those are two. Uh, those are two uh, common opponents that you share Uh, how do you kind of approach them where are you at right now in that process
0: well you know they're they're a very athletic team from what we've seen Um, you know uh, we pretty much approach every game the same so you know we're going to get back to work tomorrow in practice and and like you said we're going to watch some film but we know they're athletic they got a about a six foot girl and, and they got a good point guard so you know we just gotta basically, you know, worry about ourselves and what we do, and you know, I, I like our chances. And mm-hmm. our goal is to not be satisfied just getting there. We definitely want to go up there and win that first game, and then that you know allows us two more games up there. So mm-hmm. that's definitely our goal, you know, to to get up there and and to beat them.
1: Uh, Sydney, uh, obviously, you guys, you, you this this you've been in this program now for almost three full seasons. Uh you know your dad's first year here you you didn't she didn't play your first year correct uh your your dad's first year as the head coach and the second stint here obviously you coached uh prior to there the girls basketball team had a lot of coaching changes then after you uh I believe your last year was 2012 2013 yeah with the Kemp twins uh went through some overhaul and then Mike Kroll was the coach for 4 years uh coincided with Nina Taylor's career did did some good work with that group, but Mike Kroll did. I thought uh, you were you were taking over for a team that had made it to it. That was the last time you, they had made it to a South state championship. Was the year before you uh, reclaimed your spot. Uh, that first year, your dad didn't win a game. That was a rough year. Uh, and we look at where you're at now. Obviously, the growth of the program has uh, coincided with with your arrival and Anaya's arrival and a lot, and the arrival of a lot of players uh, into this program. How have you kind of experienced that over the last three years, particularly with your dad? I'm sure you get to talk about. I'm sure he gets to annoy you on the drive home. He, he you get extra coaching.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot from him, whether it be good or bad, but we've all just had to buy into the program and just get to where we're at, and this is where we've wanted to be since my freshman year, and we're finally here.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I'm curious when you look back on this year so far. Like I said, a lot of highs. You won the Lancer Classic beat LaBette County at home, beat, and beat a ranked independence team on the road fairly handily, uh, that 16-point comeback against Holton, uh, the sub-state title win against Lewisburg last night. How do you kind of, what's your favorite one so far?
3: I think my favorite one has to be the independence game, just because we worked well together, we ran offense, and I feel like we were playing our best ball during the middle of the season, the Lancer Classic. Mm-hmm. We had some really good games then. That was a
1: good that was a good game you guys had against uh, Neotochet as well. Um, Anaya uh, tossing the mic over to you, I'm just kind of uh, same question, you look back on everything that's happened this year. What are the moments that stick out?
2: Um, I'm gonna say the Levette County game.
1: That game you know like I like I wrote in the article, that is only the second time you guys have beaten them since uh, since last time Pat Shiver was the coach. It's only happened once. Nina Taylor is somebody. A lot of people will say Nina Taylor is one of the best players to ever come through this program. She is wrapping up her career at Division One Oral Roberts right now. She only beat him one time and got him on her on her last crack at it. She never beat Tristan Gegg and company. Uh, you know how satisfying was it to to earn a win, a rare win over your rival?
2: Uh, it was very satisfying. I think whenever we play Leake County, that's more of a mental game. Every game is mental, but playing that team is real mental for us always.
3: and then
1: I the last one I got for you and I'm gonna go back to a conversation we had after the Holton game uh, you told me that early in the year that your one of the team goals was to get past the first round of substate playing that substate championship game and I, I almost I kind of had a trick question for you but you gave me the right answer because after you beat Holton and you told me what that goal was I said so it's all gravy now and you go no we have more work to do. You still got more work to do? Of course. Absolutely. Pat, let's uh, talk about, uh, you know, I'll kind of ask you the same thing. As you look back on the season, all the highs and the lows, what are the moments that stick out to you where uh, you felt like this team experienced maybe some of the most growth?
0: Well, you know, you go back to the, to like Sydney said, the independence game. I thought we played a, a complete game against them. Um you know, we, we played pretty good basketball in the Southeast Tournament, you know. But your goal is to always be playing your best basketball in March. And, uh, you know, we've had some pretty good games, you know, with, with Aldemont as well. That one sticks out. You know, that was a good win and a good confidence builder for the girls. And, uh, you know, I'm still hoping that we haven't played our best basketball yet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like when, when these girls are, you know, clicking – We can play with anybody out there, and these two girls sitting beside me right now are a great duo. And I would take them over anybody in the state. And thank God we have them on our team. I gotta,
1: you know, I want to ask you about what. And I said, and that was one of your goals to get to the sub-state championship game. Why was that a benchmark? Why did you put that as a kind of a critical benchmark earlier in the year? Or did the team do that?
0: You know, we there were some questions earlier on. You know. You know, about point guard, you know, who was going to run point and things like that. So, you know, but any coach's goal and any team's goal is always to get to the state tournament. And And the only way
1: to get there is to get to the sub-state championship. And, and, you know, that's
0: right. We had to to come back the hard way, you know, against Holton and everything. But that just shows you the the fight and the heart that these girls have. And, uh, you know, there's not very many times this year that I've doubted their effort, you know, even when we're playing hard, you know, we might turn the ball over and things like that. But the, the girls show a lot of fight and a lot of heart. And, you know, we talked about effort. You know, if they just give effort, you know, that takes care of a lot.
1: Uh, I'm curious, too, you know, that point guard play, obviously a big question mark. But, but you have a lot of pluses as well. I mean, you've got Anaya Heman who, who can score with her back to the basket. She can score off the dribble from the perimeter. Uh I'd love to see you hit more threes, Anaya. But uh obviously, you know, and she can score in transition. You have Sydney who I mean somebody has to basically face guard her, otherwise she's she she's capable to launch a three. Brianna Patterson getting more comfortable shooting the three. Yeah. Oscar Patel getting has all Oscar Patel is due to go off for 20 at any given moment. I, I'm curious how important the three ball is to you. Obvious I mean, on paper it obviously is, but why are you as it's it's very rare for a, a team so collectively, like obviously Christy Siner loved the three ball when Tristan Gag was playing for her, but for for so, for you to rely on so many shooters and be so comfortable, you know, living with the cliche of live and die by the three, why is that something that you're comfortable with with this group?
0: Well, you know, we got a lot of girls that can, you know, shoot the three, you know, with, with Sydney and Ashka Patel and... Mm-hmm. Saylor Ray, you know, she's hit four or five threes in a game. So, and she's
1: comfortable shooting them too if she's open.
0: And, you know, we have a lot of weapons. So, you know, we don't sit there and say, Hey, you can't shoot the ball. You know, if they're open, you know, we have the confidence in, in them shooting the ball as well. And even Anaya as well, she can step out and hit the three. But Riley Dunley will even give you yeah, one if you let her. <laughs> she She's not afraid to shoot it. She thinks she's a three point shooter. <laughs> um, but, um, you know Riley she really does she really does good and you know last night she shot a three in the game and got her own rebound mm-hmm. you know I was just really impressed with the way she played hard and um you know like you said um you know when the threes aren't falling though we got to look to go to the basket and I feel like that's where Sydney's developed a little bit more this year is she don't live and die by the three that she's attacking the basket and getting some twos mm-hmm.
1: defensively as as we wrap up we got about 3 minutes left here uh, defensive struggles have been somewhat characteristic of you guys this year, uh, and you know I, I would say a lot of teams. It, it's when you're giving up those 50 and 60 point games, it can be tough to win sometimes. Yep. Uh, you defended really well against Lewisburg, uh, and obviously it's not like you completely revamped your system overnight. Uh, I, I'm curious how you kind of try and preserve that trajectory, preserve that momentum you had defensively, that style of play that you had against Lewisburg going into that ma- that state tournament matchup in Salina against Andale?
0: Well, you know, you don't want to do a whole lot of change in this late in the game, you know, so, you know, it's it's pretty evident that we've been playing 3-2, you know, majority this year, and you know, there's been games where we had to go to uh, man-to-man as well, like Aldermont. we felt like the first time we played them zone, you know, they got some good looks and everything, and then We played them man the next time. So, you know, you got to be able to mix up your defenses a little bit. And I would like that to do that a little bit more, you know, just so the teams don't get, you know, comfortable in what you're running. So, you know, hopefully we can mix it up a little bit more as well. But like you said, you know, last night's game, the girls, you know, I think it was 18 to 16 and a half. And uh, they really played hard and played good defense. And, you know, we're outsized pretty much every game, so that's why we got to fight for every rebound, you know that there is. So,
1: I think Anaya is getting a little cold. She has her hands up her shirt trying to stay warm. So, <laughs> we're gonna end this show with Sydney and Anaya giving out some, uh, giving out the final remarks. Uh, we'll start with Anaya. Anaya, expectations against Andale. What what do you see happening? What do you expect out of yourself and out of the Vikings?
2: Um, I think defense wins games. So it doesn't matter how good our offense is if we don't play no defense, we are gonna struggle to win.
1: Sydney, same question. Obviously, a uh, a, a big matchup against Andale. There's gonna be a lot of eyes on you. Uh, I, I'm curious how how excited you are for it, and what's kind of your what are you expecting out of this game against Andale?
3: I'm very excited, and I back what Anaya said. We definitely have to play good defense to get a chance. But as long as we work together and take it as another game, then we should be fine.
1: That'll do it for the War Room here on KOKC Radio. The Parsons Vikings girls headed to the state tournament for the first time since 1993. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Thank you to Pat Shiby, the head coach of the Parsons Vikings, mm-hmm. and two of his players, his daughter, Sydney Shiby, and Anaya Hemman for joining us. Anaya Regardless of what happens on uh, over this weekend, I'm going to be seeing you plenty during track as well. I'm sure I'll be seeing you as well, Sydney. Uh, and Pat, I'm sure I'll be – I, I, I can't wait. It, I, get, I, I love going to the state tournament for basketball. I get to go to Longhorn Steakhouse and get a beer and some steak and lobster. <laughs> and it gets to be on the Parsons' son's dime. So uh, you, you preserved my good meal. So I'm excited for it. That'll do it. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Everybody stay safe and God bless.